Hey, welcome to the Charlie Paparelli Show. I'm Charlie Paparelli, and this is a special segment that I'm just starting called You Gotta Solve This Problem. I'm Charlie Paparelli. For 30 years, I've been helping entrepreneurs achieve their dream of starting and building their companies. My guest today is Mike Gomez. Mike was responsible for over $10 billion in fighter jet sales to the international community. Today, he shares what he learned with entrepreneurs and business owners through Allegro Consulting. Mike got my attention when I was meeting with him at the Atlantic Technology uh, Village, where we're both mentors, when he told me he solves the I didn't know problem. Welcome, Mike. Thanks for joining me. Hi. So, Mike, what is the I didn't know problem? I didn't know is the classic excuse that's used to explain away or or when they really get down to the, the, the meat of it, why they lost a sale. So the person who says I didn't know is the salesperson that was responsible for the sale, the owner of the business, um, whoever the, the people who were involved in the sales pursuit at the end of the day. When they were told the reason the customer chose a competitor. Oh, I got you. Then they go, oh, I didn't know that was important. I didn't know that person made the decision. I thought it was this person. I didn't know our software had to be compatible with that. I didn't know that, (laughs) you know, the incumbent uh, had a foothold or it's, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Sort of like, I didn't know that the incumbent was uh, uh, the brother-in-law, the guy that was making the decision thing, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So that's interesting. So the salesman comes back and say, I didn't know, which makes a heck of a lot of sense. So what's, how would you define that problem that sort of results in the, I didn't know? The lack of a formal sales methodology, period. That's it. Most okay. companies have no formal sales methodology. That yeah, but before you get with the fancy terms like sales methodology, the really right. the I didn't know the way to solve the real the problem is really to say, I need to know. And it's really the sales methodology that gets you to bingo. Now I know. Bingo. Right. right. I got and, you. And, right. And the sales methodology guides you about the things you should know in a sales pursuit. And if you do not have something to guide you, then you're going to fall victim to it. And what most startups, most small businesses do is they believe that sales is a simple uh, thing of uh, gut instinct and feel and relationship building or, or understanding the problem or understanding the pain so where did of the this, problem. So then, Mike, that makes sense. So where did this, where did you discover this? Oh, that's How long ago story. was it? Oh, man, that was a long time ago. But yeah, tell uh, me it, that it, story. It, so here's the, here's the story. Uh, I was involved in a, a sale uh, to the government of Israel, um, and it was uh, I was competing against Lockheed. I was with uh, Boeing, McDonnell Douglas at the time. Okay. I was competing against Lockheed. I was ahead of the cam- the sales campaign. It was a multi billion dollar pursuit, and uh, and and during the competition, the priorities with regard to what Israel was going to do with this money changed, and it changed as a result of Desert Shield and Desert Storm. Okay. Right? Our process, the process that we I've been taught, gave us indications of that change happening. My competitor, Lockheed, was not aware of those priorities changing. They Mm. did not have a process. And ultimately, when they became aware, it was too late. Mm. Now, 
what happened was the CEO of Lockheed flew all the way to Israel to meet with the prime minister and basically beg for more time. And here's how he started his meeting. And we know this because our consultant had a conversation with the prime minister and relayed this specifically. The CEO of Lockheed said, Mr. Prime Minister, I apologize. I didn't know your priorities had changed. And if I had, my team would have presented a different solution than the one we've talked wow. to you about. Wow, that's the CEO, right, after he, he lost the, the deal. the CEO of a Fortune 100 company <laughs> having to admit that his team didn't know. And that's now, yeah, that, that was, you know, back when I was in my 20s and pursuing these monster campaigns. Uh, but my process that I was taught yeah. and I was held accountable to following kept us in the know. We knew what was happening and how and, wh- and what was happening. And we were able to adjust our solution accordingly. So how do you take, so you take this thing, you, you, um, you know, I understand you're trying to set, sell, sell aircraft like fighter jets to Israel. That sounds like where do you start kind of a problem, right? But what about small business? Have you had any experience as you kind of took this, you started working with small business, you know, do you have an example that you can share with us on what happened there? Classic, uh, classic. This I didn't know has creeped up all at all kinds of uh, levels. Uh, so uh, there was a small business that that uh, produced uh, promotional items for corporations. Okay, the pins, the coffee cups, the giveaways, yeah, yeah. The, you know, things like that. They were the finalists, one of the two finalists in a competition with a, a big corporation, AT and T, and. Uh, and, and he was absolutely confident, the owner of the business. Mike, we're going to win this one. We're a local small business. They want to go small business. And then they they got kicked in the gut yeah. and told, sorry, we gave the contract to this bigger company. So what didn't they know? And what they didn't know was the person making the decision yeah. was new in that capacity. This was one of her first big decisions in this role. And, and her concern was risk. Okay. If, if I make my very first decision, it goes to this small business, even though their prices were better and yep. they had all the ability to meet this contract, my concern was, was my decision would look bad if, if I put oh, too and much then if risk. If my decision in. looks bad, then I'm putting my job at personal risk, right? right? You know, then that's a, I'm not going to go with that guy because I'm not going to get fired over choosing the wrong vendor. Correct. And, and, and yeah. so- Here's the sad part about it is for this small business, they had been in this exact situation before with another big company who did this exact same thing. I was unwilling to risk my reputation by giving the business. Here's what you get to then. So you're saying this company made the same mistake twice. You know, so what is the trap that they fell into? He he failed to the salespeople. What trap did he fall into? He failed to ask the question, hey, you know, in the past, when we were competing for a, a business like this, one of the concerns was we're maybe a risky decision. Yeah. Is that a concern of yours? Right. <laughs> and by addressing it up front, they could have dealt with it. They could have signed a, a joint contract with a bigger provider to mitigate that risk. If he had known that this was a concern of her, but so they it really chose comes not- down to really comes down to is that as a salesman, I don't really understand the buying criteria. They seem to be all around product. 
and delivery maybe, but there's a, there's other priorities that the actual buyer has, maybe personally. Okay. There you go. There yeah. you go, Charlie. That's that's spot on. It is people who make buying decisions, not companies, not boards, not yeah. committees. Big insight. And, and, our job as a salesperson is to understand those human beings <laughs> and and how they make how they make past decisions. What's their background? What's their education? What's okay. the, what I got to jump to something job? else now. So yeah. tell me, how do they get out of it? How do I get out of that trap? How did that company get out of that trap? Real quickly, we only got a few uh, less. We have less than a minute here. The the best message I can give is. Treat sales as a profession and a discipline. Adopt a methodology, a formal methodology that will prevent you from falling into this trap. That's the way to do this. All right. Well, Mike, thank you very much. You know, if you realize now that you have the I didn't know problem in your sales force, you need to contact Mike through a LinkedIn message here. If you, um, thanks for joining us on the Charlie Paparelli Show. You gotta solve this problem. Be sure not to miss an episode by signing up at paparelli.com. Now, go chase your dream. Thanks for watching. And Mike, thank you for joining us. Good to see you, Charlie.